Week 18 preview and picks part two. Niners and Saints fighting for the last NFC playoff spot. NFC and AFC seeding. A couple of divisions still up for grabs. All that and more coming up right now. You're listening to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show, your daily podcast on the National Football League, powered by the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show, final program of the week, final program of the regular season, Matt, because when we reconvene Monday, we will be... Uh, talking about the end of the regular season and the beginning of the playoffs for this 2021 season. An extra long season, week 18. This is uncharted territory, Matt. We've got uh, week 18 here and some definite play-in games, some important games that we're going to spend more time on, some less important games. There is some seeding for a lot of these games, but uh, I think there's obvious games that we can spend more time on that are more important here in week 18 that we'll be paying a lot more attention to and some that maybe uh, are going to go on the back burner a little bit that don't have as big of an impact on the postseason. Yeah, 100%. And a couple things. I mean, it's not my body you know, playing the extra game, so it's easy for me to sit here and say this, but I think the extra week has been a success in – you know, I, I think it's worked out pretty well, and they've navigated COVID as well as they possibly could. Um, I do think, and I'm not even saying I'm privy to this, but I, I think there's money to be made this weekend if you really dig into a team or if you know a team really, really well or DFS, you know, that that running back that no one's ever heard of that's a third-string guy that's going to get every carry, but he's super cheap in fantasy – um, I mean, I think that you can mine some some winnings out of this week. But all in all, to your point, I mean, there's a lot of games that are really hard for you and I to analyze. There's some DFS. Like last week, I'm kicking myself in uh, my fantasy championship for not picking up the Bears going against the Giants, you know, and yeah, they got that. 25 points. And so, you know, Washington might be that defense this week going against right, those right. Giants. Uh, we already talked about that game yesterday. Let's get to the second half of the week 18 schedule and start with your Steelers, Matt. And there's an opportunity for both the Steelers and Ravens, albeit a little bit slim, to get into the playoffs. Easier for the Steelers at 8-7-1 and one than the 8-8. Eight and eight Ravens uh, looking more and more like Lamar Jackson's not going to play. Same song and dances every week where Harbaugh at the beginning of the week says he thinks he can play and he doesn't practice all week and doesn't play. It seems like it's on that same path for Lamar Jackson. So it's looking like Huntley against Big Ben and the Steelers in Baltimore. Yeah, and I'm a little shocked this line's where it is. I've seen it at five, five and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, Deontay Johnson went on the COVID list. That's a big deal because everyone throws on the Ravens and destroys them through the air. And the Steelers don't really have the weapons or quarterback to do that at the moment. But I still think it's a close Steelers-Ravens battle that doesn't have as much on the line as it usually does. But almost all their games are divided or decided by three points, two good kickers. Uh, Steelers' defense is healthy and back to playing quite well. Um, I, I like the Steelers in the points here. I'm not sure who I like to win necessarily, but I'm a little shocked that the points are as many as they are. Uh, yeah, especially with no Lamar Jackson, and, and the line has right. started to sneak that way from five and a half to five. But yeah, I feel like it's pretty easy to take the Steelers in the points here, especially what, with what we saw from the Steelers last week. Now, I know that was a big Ben hurrah at home, and this sure. is on the road, but still five points for a Lamar Jacksonless Ravens. Yeah, give me the Steelers in the points. Yeah, I, I agree. And I will give the Ravens credit. I mean, they've lost five in a row, but they've lost 
you know, very close games to the Rams, to the Packers. And yeah, the Steelers beat the Browns, but the Browns were it was a really abysmal showing by Cleveland. But still, I think it's a close game. And we went through all the seeding and playoff stuff earlier this week, but just to remind some folks here, Baltimore can still get in at 8-8. Eight and eight. They have to win, but they need losses from the Chargers, the Colts, and Miami to get into the playoffs. A little bit easier for the Steelers. Steelers need to obviously win. They also need the Colts to lose, and they uh, just need to make sure that that Las Vegas Chargers game doesn't end in a tie. Okay, yeah. I mean... Uh, Good luck with the Colts losing to the Jaguars. That's the big one. That's the and thing. a lot I mean, of teams need that When the Colts are up 30 nothing at halftime, yeah. what's the end of this game going to look like? Right. Who knows? Exactly, exactly. So Colts win, and then um, this game doesn't matter anymore. Let's move on to the Tennessee Titans, who are fighting for the one seed, and they want some payback, it sounds like, uh, according to Kevin Byard this week, against the Houston Texans. They are at the Texans here. Tennessee favored by 10 now and uh, seeing Derrick Henry back at practice, getting him ready for the playoffs. Look out for those Titans. Uh, they they went from being a really good team to being a team that didn't even deserve to, to be among the playoff squads in the middle of the year, losing everybody, coming back with A.J. Brown and now Derrick Henry, and now they're a scary team again uh, in the middle of January. Yeah, but I think the Texans, Jets, Lions are bad teams, but they're improving. And I expect all three of those teams to play as hard as they can for 60 minutes. And I, I really like where Tennessee's at. And I, I would be, I'd love to see them give Henry a handful of carries or touches or see if he could actually dress for this game. But I don't know that they're blowing teams out. You know, I'll take the points here just because I think the Texans will play hard. You know, Tannehill might sit the fourth quarter. I mean, I think I said this yesterday or some games. Uh, there's a lot of these games where I could absolutely see the starters playing, getting a lead, and then the fourth quarter they're sitting, and these teams that are, have, you know, are trying to build something come back and get a cheapy touchdown, you know? I don't think you mess with Derrick Henry this week. He's too important for you mm-hmm. next week, but I still think they can go clinch that, you know, or at least get that win uh, without Derrick Henry. Yeah, get a bye. It's pretty important. So maybe if, you know, it's worth two games if you do give Henry the ball a couple of times. But to, with Derrick Henry, it's like, yeah, you got to get him 30 times. You know, he's that type right, of player. Right, right. Giving him three times, does that even do anything for you? Uh, if you give him five, ten times, you kind of want to give him the whole load. But um, the Texans, yeah. I'm going to give up the points just because the Titans have so much more to play for. And uh, otherwise, I would normally agree with you there with with, with the way the Texans are playing and being able to keep this close. But with what I've seen from the Titans and Texans recently, yes, the Texans could uh, maybe sneak up on some people, but the Titans uh, are are playing much better ball, and the Texans can also get blown out pretty easily. So that's a a razor's edge there for the Texans. So I'll take the Titans in, and I'll give up all those points. Okay, fair enough. Big one here for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, We'll finish up with uh, the 49ers on today's podcast, but let's talk Saints here first because this is the NFC wildcard matchup. Both both games are happening at 125, 425 Eastern, 125 my time. Saints at Falcons and the 49ers at Rams. Now, uh, if this goes as Vegas thinks, which is... Saints favored over the Falcons and Rams favored over the Niners. That means the Niners would be out and the Saints would be in at nine and seven. Let's let's focus on this Saints Falcons game. New Orleans favored by three and a half on the road at the Falcons. How are you feeling about this one, Matt? Yeah, and real quick too. I mean, we just mentioned the Titans. Vrabel, I think, is a strong, strong coach of the year candidate. And 
I mentioned either yesterday or the day before, hey, tweet at me if there's some names you, you think should be on that list. And someone mentioned Sean Payton. I think Sean Payton would be my vote for coach of the year. I mean, they've gone through so many injuries and salary cap problems and quarterbacks, and I think they get this win as well. I don't know that they're capable of beating teams by big point differentials at this stage, considering what they have in weaponry, but I love their defense. Tons to play for. Atlanta, to me, is kind of in no man's land. I mean, is Ryan going to play the whole game? I like the Saints here, and I will lay the points. It's a, I think this number should be higher. To your point, and shout out to listener Quite Terrific who sent a question in this week that we didn't get to in the, the mailbag episode uh, talking about Sean Payton and maybe Coach of the Year and how remarkable it has been. And he linked to uh, a Mike Triplett article from ESPN.com that, that talked about so many things that the Saints had to overcome. Obviously, Drew Brees retiring, so you don't have the Hall of Fame quarterback anymore. And we knew that mm-hmm. coming in. Then they lose the guy who was starting, Jameis Winston. They lose right. Michael Thomas all year long, uh, both starting offensive tackles. They got displaced by a hurricane earlier this year. That, that, <laughs> oh, by the way, yeah. That Sean Payton earlier this week or last week said, I don't, that doesn't even seem like it's the same year. That was so long ago that that happened. That was all part of this season. Um, the the salary cap maneuverings, they had to shave $111 million to get under the reduced salary cap this year. No team was in a, a more dire situation with the salary cap than the Saints, who had done a lot of gym, gymnastics in past years and were, were you know really doing things with – uh, a rising cap in mind that came down and that really hurt the saints and who knows how that goes for them this coming season they do have a lot of dead money coming off the books though which will help them um they Real set- quick on the cap thing yeah. something i've been meant to mention to run the mention for weeks now is I, I mean i'm not making excuses for those teams because they put themselves kind of in debt to begin with but the covid cap going down situation really hurt the Saints, Eagles, and to a lesser degree, the Steelers, just in ter- terms of, you know, the, their their credit cards were already maxed out. That's a big deal. <laughs> I actually want to go back to our colleagues, Luke Braun and, and Ross Jackson, who do Locked On NFL together. They're also the hosts of Locked On Saints and, and Locked On Vikings, respectively. But they figured out that uh, the Saints owe more in dead money cap charges than the external debt of more than 10 countries, including Greenland <laughs> and the British Virgin Islands. So there you go. Okay. <laughs> uh, and and here's, the other, here's another one for, I think this maybe goes number one on Sean Payton's uh, vote for me for Coach of the Year resume. The Saints set an NFL record using 58 different starters this season, know, and that might insane. have been rising here into Week 18. That's bonkers, yeah. And they're in it. They're probably going to go to the playoffs. They have to win. And they have to beat those Falcons. Saints on the road. Familiar foe. Division opponent. Favored by three and a half points. Are you picking the Saints in this one? Yes. And just because they have so much to play for. And I love their defense and the coach. Kyle Pitts is also dinged up, which which hurts the Falcons' right, chances. Right. The Falcons have, though, somehow won seven games. They're only a game back of the 8-8 eight eight Saints right now. Uh, familiar familiar foes. Uh, you kind of throw the record out sometimes in games like this. Home game. A lot more to play for for the Saints, but is 
playing the role of spoiler enough for those Falcons. I'm going to take the points. I'm going to take the Falcons in a close game. I think this one's going to come down to the wire, and uh, I think it's going to be fun on Sunday watching these two games finish when it comes to Saints-Falcons and 49ers-Rams. Let's get to 49ers-Rams next and the rest of the Week 18 schedule. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in that plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, yet it is low in sugar, low in calories, low in net carbs, and high in protein. Most Built Bars contain only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar. It's usually around 240 calories and a whopping 30 grams of sugars and dozens of net carbs. That can derail your diet very quickly, but you can feel good about Built Bars. They taste great, and they keep you going. That protein makes that satisfaction last. And, of course, you don't get bored eating Built Bars because they are still covered in 100% real and delicious chocolate. So many flavors to choose from. Some holiday flavors you might be able to still find at Built.com and all of the standards. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie are two of the favorites. Just go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you can get 15% off your order. That is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% at Built.com. Get a little extra cash in your pocket at the end of the day, especially for those folks who are listening to podcasts and driving in their car a lot. Check out the Get Upside app. Listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now and use promo code TOUCHDOWN for a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. Just download the app for free and use promo code touchdown to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. I have the app. It's super easy to use. You open up the app, find out which gas stations are participating near you, claim it, go there, fill up your gas tank as you normally would, then guess what? You get cash back on that fill up added directly to your account. It's super easy. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, an e-gift card, just download the free GetUpside app. Earn yourself a little extra cash back when you get gas and use promo code TOUCHDOWN when you do it. So those afternoon games happening simultaneously. Uh, if the Saints have a fourth quarter lead, the 49ers will know that they have to beat those Rams. If the 49ers win, they're in. The 49ers have to lose and the Saints win for the Saints to get in. If both teams lose, the 49ers are in as the seventh seed, uh, depending on what the Eagles do. It's either the sixth or the seventh seed that's up for grabs here. Rams at home favored by four and a half points. That was five and a half points to start the week. So it looks like money's coming in on the 49ers. The Rams are still trying to win the West here. So they've got something to play for as well. They're at home, but the 49ers blew out the Rams earlier this season. I don't know how much you can put, uh, how much stock you can put into that game. We still don't know if it's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance at quarterback for the 49ers. Uh, Jimmy is back at practice this week, and he's throwing the ball a little bit. I don't know if he's well enough to uh, play. Kyle Shanahan said he'll use the quarterback that gives him the best chance to win. Uh, earlier this week, he kind of hedged and said 100% Jimmy would definitely play. But Jimmy's not going to be 100%. So where is he going to be on that sliding scale? And we don't know. So this one's really hard for me, uh, and I, I expect this one to be a really good football game. Me too. And um, 
Shanahan's had success against McVay, but the Rams still have something to play for. I mean, they could host the game next week as the division champs with a win, if I'm correct. I mean, them and Arizona are still fighting for the division, right? Yes, this this could be depending on who else wins and loses in the NFC with the Cowboys and uh, the Buccaneers. You're talking about winning the West and being a two seed potentially or being second place in the West and being the five seed. So the Rams are going to give it all they got, I think. And I do expect it to be a very good game. Great rivalry game. But I'm going to lay the points, take the Rams. I like how they're playing, but Stafford worries me. That's for sure. And my logic behind it is if I knew Lance was starting, I would take the Rams. If I knew Jimmy was playing and was 100%, I would take the Niners and the points. But it doesn't sound like there's any chance he's 100%. Yeah, this is th- this is definitely that game where it could work out in the Rams' favor because the 49ers will not have a prime quarterback either way. And they, right, if right. they if they just knew and they could prepare with the rookie all week long, even if they were playing games, you know, like John Harbaugh seems like has been a few weeks talking about, oh, I think the veteran's going to play. But they know deep down that he's not going to play, but they want the opposing uh, team to be preparing for two quarterbacks. The Rams do have to be preparing for two quarterbacks because the Niners are practicing two quarterbacks. So um, I... I I would rank it like this. Yes, I understand you play 100% Jimmy, the veteran, who's got you here all year long over the rookie if he's 100%. He's not going to be 100%. So in my mind, right. you play the rookie. You play the guy who is 100% because I think he's better than a banged-up Jimmy who may or may not be able to grip the football all that well. Although what I think is going to end up happening, which is the best, I think the best that Shanahan can make out of this situation if he wants to start the veteran, if Jimmy can go, is this is going to be that two-quarterback system all hands on deck. Uh, we're going to see yeah. packages for Trey Lance. He's going to th- run the ball. He's going to throw the ball, especially, you know, roll out, chuck it deep, make some big plays. So that's what I expect to happen on Sunday for the 49ers. Play both quarterbacks. Uh, I, again, am going to give up the points in this one. Shanahan has owned McVay so far in their coaching careers. Uh, I expect that to continue. The Rams do have something to play for, but it's not as dire as what the 49ers are playing for. I think the 49ers will be able to run the ball, but really what it comes down to is that quarterback, uh, and, and it, 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 that includes Stafford, who throws the ball to the other team and who throws the ball to their own team. Mm-hmm. No, well said. I, I hear you. Um, I will say, and I'm sure you agree with me, I would like the Niners to get in more than the Saints just for my viewing pleasure. Yes, and I think that if you are the Rams, and look, the if the 49ers win this game, the Rams and 49ers could play again next week. Interesting. Yeah, that's kind of fun. <laughs> look, the Niners, if they let's say they go on a run, they could play at SoFi Stadium three more times because that's where the Super Bowl is as well. You know, in the that's Rams, crazy. the Rams yeah. will have seen a lot of SoFi if they make the Super Bowl. Um, and obviously, the Chargers, who are a SoFi home team, could also be in that Super Bowl. But uh, it's yeah, it's going to be a fun one. Uh, I can't wait yeah, no for doubt. Sunday as it pertains to these teams. And I think the Rams and I think the Bucks and I think the Cowboys would probably all say, yeah, you know what? I think we'd rather play the Eagles or the Saints than the 49ers. I 100% agree. I really do. I think that they I, I kind of feel bad for the Niners that there's a very good chance they won't be in the postseason because mm-hmm. I think they're one of the best seven teams. Frankly, I think they're the sixth best team in the NFC. Yep, and uh, they blew it earlier on in the season. They blew that Christmas Titans game. They blew some uh, some earlier games in the year. So they can look back and say, you know what? We should have played better. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Jets and Bills. Bills have something to play for. They can't be the one seed, but they can be the champions of the AFC East, and uh, they are at home hosting the 4-12 and Jets. Buffalo favored. This is the biggest line of the week. They are favored by 16 points at home. Yeah, I just tweeted something recently that 
when the Bills win, they blow teams out, and they have the biggest point differential in their favor in the whole league. When they lose, it's usually one-score games, which is a really good sign. I think they're a very, very good football team. But I mentioned to start the show that there's a handful of these bad teams, including the Jets, that I think have a lot to play for or trying to build something. And the fourth quarter when Josh Allen's on the sidelines and it's Trubisky, I think the, the Jets cover. We saw the Jets almost beat the Buccaneers last week, who are Absolutely. a playoff team and had guys on their sideline quitting and taking off their clothes and walking off the field. You know, So that's what the Jets <laughs> were doing to teams. Uh, we'll see if they could do it to the Bills. I cannot predict an upset special here for the Jets going into the Bills' house who have something to play for, um, even though the Bills are going to be a playoff team. Yeah, you're right. Second half, maybe even sitting some people. 16, although if you're sitting guys, you probably have a bigger than 16-point lead. Now that Probably. I think about it. So, yeah, I almost want to flip on this one just because I think the Bills are going to be slamming on the accelerator. You know, give, I'm going to give up the points. Give me the Bills. Blowout win. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Uh, how about the team they're fighting for that playoff spot with the New England Patriots? They are on the road at the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, by the way. Let's go through that because they do have a very, very slight chance of making the playoffs, I believe. Let me find where mm, i didn't think they did uh nope you're right they do not okay they their wins and losses and ties do play into formulas for other teams but they can't get in themselves okay yeah, yeah. What I, thought. I think the world's overreacting to the dolphins looking bad really bad against the titans last week and flores is very familiar with the patriot way and i do think the dolphins defense is quite good I think they keep this thing close. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the points in it. And the Patriots, I mean, even their years of greatness have always struggled in Miami for whatever reason. We're disagreeing a lot on this one, and yeah. I like it. I would have gone with the. I Dolphins. mean, I hate this week to bet. <laughs> I, I do too. Uh, I would have. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot up in the air this week. The, the the more information you have, the better on a lot of these games. And some of them, it's just like I, I barely know who's no, playing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really difficult. Um, and even uh, even the folks who follow it the closest you're waiting you're like okay i think these eight guys are going to come off the covid list saturday but i don't know for sure yet (laughs) yeah yeah um i would have taken the points in the dolphins last week after seeing that streak and the winning streak for the dolphins and seeing how they played last week and seeing the 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 patriots are are actually blowing people out they're not that old school patriots team where they're keeping everything close and and winning by field goals it's crazy so i i think i'm gonna give up the six points take the Patriots to win big in this one because Bill Belichick wants to go win that division. Okay, I hear you. Next, last few games of the schedule. We've done pretty well here, Matt. Some final thoughts on Week 18 and we can get out of here. Okay, I like it. Things getting extremely interesting in the NFL as teams make the playoff push and bet online as you covered into the new year with more props, more odds, and more lines than ever before. Not only NFL football, there is college bowls, NBA, Pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, your favorite Vegas casino games, whether it's poker, blackjack, you can find it all and you can take advantage of all the amazing offers available this season at betonline.ag. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code locked on to receive your bonus. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Cardinals, they need the Rams to lose, and if they win, then they jump up from the five seed to the winners of the NFC West and potentially all the way to the two seed 
in the NFC. They are hosting the 6-10 Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks all of a sudden put up 50 points last week. It was against the Lions, but um, they had been an anemic offense all season long. So maybe they, they found some magic. Maybe it was just the undermanned Detroit Lions, but the, the cards at home are favored by 6.5. Yeah, and maybe the Seahawks are turning the corner a little bit, and Wilson playing better and leaning on Penny and actually running snaps on offense. You know, I mean, <laughs> so maybe. But Arizona has a lot to play for. They were really impressive last week. I think they turned a corner health-wise. We had a good you know, Cardinals talk earlier in the week. I like where they're at overall in terms of getting their top guys back with the exception of Hopkins. You know, along with the Rams, they're fighting for that division. I'm going to lay the points here. I like the cards. By the way, remember yesterday we were talking about the conspiracy theorists that were um, thinking that the the Chargers and the Raiders could conspire together and <laughs> yeah. and tie on purpose out, and yeah. both sneak into the playoffs. The the 49ers and the Rams could do that as well. If the 49ers and Rams tie, the Rams win the division and the Niners are in the playoffs. So really? <laughs> that's a bad yeah, that's bad for the the Cardinals if the the Rams and 49ers tie because the 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 Cardinals have to win and the Rams have to lose for them to win the West and and okay. and jump up from I the mean, I mean I think that's interesting just in terms of neither one of those games including the Sunday Nighter are going to kneel three times punt, kneel three times punt. But I think coaching decisions late in games will be geared towards let's not lose as opposed to we have to win. So if you're the either the 49ers or the Rams, and especially the 49ers, because the Rams would still want the the, the 13th win instead of 12 and a half wins for seeding in the NFC. Mm-hmm. So especially if the Rams have the ball. Let's say it's tied. The one second left on the clock. Uh, you just scored a touchdown to tie it. Or, no, sorry. You, you are... You're down one then. Yeah, so you're down one... You're not well. I guess that wouldn't really matter because you're gonna, you know, because you're going to overtime. Go right? into overtime. I don't know. I was thinking of a. I was trying to think of a scenario. It made sense in my head until I started talking it out. Where you would, it would be a decision of going for two because you would either go for the win or the tie rather than you know the um, worrying about losing because losing is the only way. You know, is only yeah. I don't know. Anyway, maybe the only way could, I could really maybe see could it is it. if you know, like it goes to overtime. The the someone gets a ball, goes down and kicks a field goal. The other team can either go for it on fourth to try to get in the end zone to win it or kick a field goal to tie it and be happy. There you go. Yeah. Off, you know. Right. Yeah. 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 Something so, like that. Yeah. It takes, it takes out the go for the win. You just like go for the tie where we're cool. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I would think every coach will take the tie in those yes. two games. Yes, absolutely. Uh, by the way, and you said you were going to take the Cardinals? Yeah. yeah. I, if it was well over seven, I might not, but under, I, I'm looking at a six and a half. Is that what you see? Six and a half, yes. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm with you on this one, just because the Cardinals have more to play for. Uh, but but sometimes those those teams that have it all to play for, they seem to come out a little flatter. And, and the teams that are playing free that don't have as much to play for come out with some early leads. We've seen that multiple times over the years. We've seen that multiple times in the last couple of weeks. We saw it with the Jets and the Buccaneers. Um, mm-hmm. So who knows? But yeah, you, you got to believe that the the Cardinals are going to have a little extra. JJ Watt, by the way, might be coming back for the playoffs for those Cardinals. Oh wow! There's been a lot of miraculous, very quick healers in the NFL this year. I don't know what's yeah, going on with that. Acres and Henry and Watt. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'll give up the points and take the Cardinals. Okay. Yeah, me too. Panthers at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Those Bucks at twelve and four, also trying to get the two seed. As are the Cowboys. As are the Rams. 
they're hosting the 5 and 11 Panthers. You know what? First, I want to go to the Panthers because remember the stat yesterday I brought up about the New York Giants have scored one touchdown in the last 35 possessions? Yep. The Panthers aren't far behind. The Panthers yep. The Panthers have scored three touchdowns in their last 32 possessions. Uh, also, during that 32-possession stretch, they've turned the ball over four times. They have more turnovers than touchdowns in those 32 possessions. They have one fumble and three interceptions in those turnovers. And th- <laughs> those are just turnovers with you know fumbles and interceptions. They've also turned it over six times, a whopping six times in those 32 possessions on downs. So that's 10 total turnovers if you're talking turnover on downs or fumbles and interceptions in 32 possessions. That's a third of the possessions that oh, have ended man. in turning the ball over. Well, along those lines, you know, before you said that, I was yeah. going to say something along the lines of the Jags and the Giants, who you just referenced, are by far the worst teams in the league right now. And I'm not going to put the Panthers quite in that stratosphere, but they're pretty close. I mean, they would be the third team that I would be least likely to put money, my hard-earned money on. I just, I don't care who they're playing. I know the Bucks are going to at least put out a quality effort. I just can't bet on the Panthers right now of what I've seen lately. They're so bad. I can't either, and the Bucks are maybe the team that's limping into the playoffs most of those division right, winners right. in the NFC, but uh, there, there's nothing about the Panthers' play that makes me think they can even keep within a couple of scores of this game. And they might right. in the end, uh, and I wouldn't have said this. I would have said the same thing about the Jets last week, and they almost beat the Buccaneers, but maybe getting A.B. out of the room and um, knowing who your wide receivers are going to be, even if they're not the guys you thought they were going to be your wide receivers to start the year. Uh, Cyril Grayson Jr. was it last year or last week with the mm-hmm. with the winning touchdown catch? Uh, give me Tom Brady and the Bucks to handle their business, fight for that two seed in the NFC, and win by eight points. And I'm sure they'd love for Brady to sit the fourth quarter and relax his aging bones, but I just can't put money on the Panthers no matter what the situation is. Yeah, and Brady's not the type of guy, and it's why he's no. where he is. No. And, and sim with, similar with Aaron Rodgers, why why Rodgers will probably play this week is it's like, okay, yeah, maybe on paper you say, yeah, let's let the old guy sit. And you go tell the old guy that, and he says, F nope. you, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, sorry, Mr. Brady. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get out of here, Matt. That is the Week 18 schedule. There is going to be so many fun games, and uh, I can't wait for those play-in games. Basically, the playoffs start now for uh, a certain few teams in the NFL, like the Chargers and the Raiders and the 49ers and the Saints, so I love that. So it's going to be a lot of fun Sunday. And Matt and I will be back breaking it all down Monday. Thanks for making us your first listen. For your second listen, go check out Locked On Dynasty Football, co-hosted by Matt Williamson and a host of others throughout the week. I am co- I am co-hosting Locked On 49ers daily on the network, Locked On Bets with your boy Q, talking about the sports betting world. So many different ways to stay in tune with the National Football League or whatever your favorite team is in the NBA, in the NHL, in Major League Baseball. You want the latest on the lockout, which is super frustrating. You can find that on the Locked On MLB channel as well. Back tomorrow right here. Peacock and Williamson.